spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Here we go. Monday morning, Lachlan is away. Jimmy is kind of here. I'm here. You okay? Yeah. Okay. I look worse than I feel. Jimmy had a little incident after the football game yesterday. Got everything checked out, though. Yeah, actually, it, there's a blessing in disguise because they did a CAT scan and my shunt's good. I don't know how much I trust that. They you know, did it. They did it. The doctor actually said it was fine. But you hit your head pretty hard. No, it was more and my sometimes face. Your face is on your head, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. Um, but You can't see out of your left eye right now. And sometimes, this is serious, when you go to the doctor and they're talking to you, sometimes you don't, like everyone has this, you don't hear what they're saying properly or you, you forget things, so next time you should take they, Lachlan they, with you. They, they gave me a list of stuff. I have all the paperwork they gave me. He said that uh, he's getting a specialist to look at the scans of my shunt. Yeah. And if there's anything wrong, I will get a call. All right. Uh, Jimmy's here. I'm here. Um, yeah, we got lots going on. We're doing the, the dad rock thing um, today at some point, right? So uh, we've, we've got that going on. A whole lot more. we got some Radiohead to get us going. Happy Monday. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away again today. Just Jimmy and myself here. Uh, some celebrity death pool news over the weekend, actually, as uh, Ted Kaczynski, better known as the Unabomber, uh, died over the weekend. They found him dead in his uh, prison cell. I guess he had cancer and committed suicide at the age of 81 years old. So I had chosen him in a previous celebrity death pool. If you don't know what the celebrity death pool is, I should explain. We're, we're horrible people here on the locker room. And we each choose um, four people to put onto a list. And if one of those people on our list dies... You know, if he's on your list, you're the winner, and the other two have to do a punishment. Um, the current celebrity death pool wager is the two losers have to use nothing but one ply toilet paper for a month, which yeah, still trying to track that down. Got to call the remand center later. Um, but I had I had the Unabomber in round number fifteen. I was the last person that put him on a list. He's not on my current list, but he was on a previous one. And we made a new rule. If somebody dies that was on a previous list, uh, the last person to choose them will get an, an extra bonus pick. I already actually have a bonus pick in this round because I had... Uh, it's uh, a Tina, Tina Turner. When Tina Turner died, I had had her on a previous list. Um, so, yeah, I had added... Um, somebody to my list. Oh, I added, um, uh, what's his name? 
Mel Brooks. I put Mel Brooks on my my list. Um, so I'm not going to choose anyone until tomorrow when Lachlan's back. Yeah. We'll talk about it again. But, yeah, I did want to mention the Unabomber at 81 years old has uh, died, committed suicide. If you want to watch a good show about him, um, Manhunt, Manhunter on, on Netflix. Highly recommend it. Three, two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Mean. like in at the movies but shorter every weekend jimmy goes home and watches a movie that he may have missed at some point in his life so in between hospital stays what did you watch this weekend jimmy <laughs> the mule what do you got there uh, little pecans i delivering pecans to my niece pecans yeah pecans she makes the worst pecan pie you've ever tasted i feel sorry for her husband but and i feel sorry for the pecans we've been doing the kevin bacon six degrees of, of separation from him um so clint eastwood we watched we million got, dollar baby and you had watched million dollar baby because of morgan freeman yeah um then so we went to clint eastwood from there what did you think of the mule it was a really good movie. Like it, there was a lot of realism to it. Like how easy it was for him to get into becoming a mule. And yeah, so the plot of the movie is that he's ninety years old and he becomes a drug mule. Yeah, running drugs for the cartel. And like, there was a great cast. Like you know, Michael Pena, uh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper, Andy Garcia, and you know. He starts out, and he's not very much of a family guy. Like, he, you know, didn't make it to his daughter's wedding. Yeah. And then he uh, ends up becoming a mule, goes to jail. But ironically, at the end, when he goes to jail, he ends up doing what he loves the most in jail, which is planting flowers. Like, he would, like... That's right, because in the mule, he was really into gardening. Into gardening. Right, and that's kind of how he ended up doing running drugs back and forth and everything else. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. So, and, you know, Clint Eastwood, he directed it. He was the producer, and, of course, he was in it. It was a, it was a good movie. I was kind of surprised that it didn't win any awards. Were you? Because I thought it was well done. The mm-hmm. acting was good. Yeah, when I, I watched this one in theaters, I remember liking it, but I don't remember thinking, like, this is an award-winning movie. I remember being like, ah, this is watchable. Clint Eastwood's likable in it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I gave it a four out of five. Four buttery cobs of Tabor corn out of five. That is it's a pretty good rating. And we will choose another movie, somebody from the cast of this movie, uh, later in today's show. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away still. Jimmy and myself here. If you don't know the show, Jimmy... Born and raised to the south of us in Tabor, Alberta. Uh, we are quite often on this show, we'll talk about Tabor because it is such a crazy, backwards, corn-growing place. Uh, it's so, got some quirks. So I saw a couple headlines here, and I wanted to play a game with our local te- Tabor resident. Uh, it's got its quirks. <laughs> you have to guess. Is this Tabor or Florida? All right. Okay. Flor- oh, sorry. I just ruined it here. I'm going to switch them up now. Pride group not expecting pushback after drag queen reading protest. 
Ah, Tabor. That is Tabor. Okay, what about this one? Man gets flesh-eating infection after his relative bites him. That's Florida. That's right. Two for two. Good job, Jimmy. You do know your town. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Jimmy and myself here, Grant. Lachlan away again. He was uh, getting his medical certification for ear candling. So uh, starting when he gets back, he'll be doing that at the strip mall across the road there next to the rub and tug. So he'll be able to go for Locke's ear candling. Netflix recently started cracking down on uh, password sharing in the U.S. So they tried it here, remember, in Canada, and it didn't go well. Like a couple months ago. Two, three months ago, they started where, okay, if you're going to be on the same account, you have to be hooked up to the same Wi-Fi. If you're not, you can pay this extra $8, and then you can share your account with all your friends. Um, it didn't work here. People just started canceling their accounts, and we thought we won. We beat Netflix. But in the USA, since they started doing this, uh, it's actually working for Netflix. And I'm so disappointed really? in the people of, of the United States. Um, yeah, they said that they had their four largest days of people signing up for new accounts since like 2019 or something like that. So after they announced in the U.S., okay, you can't share your password anymore. They had a four-day stretch where millions of people signed up for their own accounts. Come on! We're all supposed to be in this together. The only way to defeat Netflix is to stick together on this one. They can successfully boycott Bud Light and bring Bud Light to their knees, but not this. We're all supposed to be together on this. Come on, people. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. You know, I have really tried to stay away from Trump stuff with my Grant report. I promise you I have, but sometimes he just gives us something so good that you have to talk about it. So, Trump was indicted last week for the second time. Total witch hunt. This one is because of all the classified documents that he had taken with him when he lost the election. So, he took a few nuclear codes, whatever. Anyways, pictures came out of out um, where of where he was storing the documents at Mar-a-Lago, and it's amazing. In the pictures that they released, there are boxes of documents all piled up in his bathroom, right next to his toilet. He has got classified documents from the White House. Some grand- grandparents have, you know, old Reader's Digests next to the toilet. Trump... He likes to keep documents exposing the truth about aliens right next to his throne. The bathroom is really funny, too. He's got a chandelier in his bathroom, (laughs) but there's like a prison window in there, too. I personally love the changes that they made to the presidential library. Adding a toilet into a library? Brilliant. To be fair, who amongst us hasn't dreamt of reading secret documents by chandelier light? Well, on the toilet. He was quite literally living the dream. 
The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page, the only place to get our exclusive line of daddy t-shirts. Let the world know that you wish Locke was your daddy. Text us now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. And Lachlan is away still today. Jimmy and myself here. Locke will be back tomorrow where he will do a full medical examination of uh, Jimmy. We don't need to get into it today because I think Locke has made Jimmy his show prep for tomorrow. But Jimmy had an incident last night at the football game. I spent most of the night in the hospital. You're going to hear a lot about it tomorrow when Locke gets back. Um, Speaking of your weekend, though, other than that, how was the bus ride home from Vulcan? (laughs) I saw it was Spock days there, so I just assumed that you uh, had gone down to Vulcan for the parade? No. No, not this time? I'm not as big of a Star Trek fan as I am Star Wars, but so that's a good question. What that leads me to my question because I did see it was Spock days in Vulcan, live long and prosper, and I was wondering, is this still a big thing? Like Leonard Nimoy is dead, right? And he used to go there every once in a while for Spock days. Uh, are there that many Star Trek fans out there anymore? Uh, like they haven't done a movie since 2016, and that was the Chris Pine movies. But they always were big for the TV shows, right? The yeah, Next and Generation, the and they have what do they have now? They Shatter. have the Star Trek Discovery. There's uh, a Strange New World, and then there's that uh, Picard. Picard. But those aren't really. Like, none of those shows are as big are as, as the big original. as, say, I was going to say The Mandalorian. Like, because back in the day, am I am I wrong? But didn't it used to be kind of a battle between Star Wars and Star Trek? Which one was better? And Star Trek fans would get mad at Star Wars fans. That was in the movies. But back when the Star Trek TV series came out, yeah. there wasn't a Star Wars TV right. series. There was never, like, other than the animated stuff. Yeah, but the movies and stuff. But, yeah, like... Yeah, Trek, uh, Trekkies did not like to, you know, Star Wars fans. Like, no. There was a lot of, if you liked, if you liked Star Trek. It was like Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. But for nerds. So I do feel like Star Wars won this battle, though. Right? Are we upsetting Trekkies? Are there any Trekkies left? Was there anyone at, at Spock days in Vulcan? I'd be curious. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away today again. He'll be back tomorrow. Jimmy and myself here. I uh, watched the Blackberry movie over the weekend. Have you watched any trailers for that one? Uh, Yeah, I saw a trailer for it. So I didn't know until I started watching it. I I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I might have illegally streamed it. Well, I don't know. Um, But then it's a CBC movie, which might turn you away from it. But don't let that stop you from watching this movie. Blackberry is a really, really good movie. The acting was great as well. If you're avoiding it because you don't like Jay Baruchel, which is understandable, uh, don't because he's really good in it. It took me a while to even realize that he was in the movie. He's playing the co-founder, actually the founder of Research in Motion, and then the co-CEO, Michael, whatever it was. So he's in that movie. He's really good. Um, Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny in Philadelphia plays um, um, Jim 
Balassi, Balassiel. The whole movie, they're pronouncing it wrong, too, so I'm screwed up. But he's really good at it. One interesting thing I took away from this movie, because it's all about the rise of BlackBerry, how they were on top, and then the downfall of BlackBerry. It was the moment in the movie for me that stood out when Steve Jobs, they're all watching Steve Jobs announce the iPhone. And they're talking about, you know, I forgot how big that moment was, but they're talking about it at BlackBerry afterwards. And their main thing at BlackBerry, their main, like, they weren't concerned about the iPhone because they were like, who is going to pay $500 for an iPhone? Who would ever in their right mind pay $500 for a phone? And I'm watching that. Like, go on Apple's website right now. The iPhone 14 Max Pro is like $2,500. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you can't get a phone for 500 bucks. Right? I would love to pay $500 for a phone right now. <laughs> yeah. So that was my main takeaway. And then the other thing, the BlackBerry people were so hung up on, why would anyone want a phone that doesn't have a keyboard? Why would you want that? You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away still today. He'll be back tomorrow. Jimmy and myself here. So it looks like uh, Swoop. Swoop will no longer uh, be around. You know the budget airline that WestJet owns? Yeah. Um, They announced on the weekend that they are going to be ending operation. So they're going to be folding Swoop back. It's fun to say, too. It's too bad. Swoop! Uh, they're going to be folding it back into the main WestJet operation. So I, I, they're blaming it on the workers <laughs> because uh, they had all those contract negotiations and the strike and everything else, and they yeah. had to start paying people more. And so they say, because of that, we can no longer afford to operate a budget airline. So it's all getting put together as one, and your discount flights are no more. I don't know, like, if you have flights, like, when this is going to be happening. Obviously, if you have flights in the future booked with Swoop, I'm sure they have to to honor those, right? You would think yeah. so, even if there's not a Swoop flight there, but on a WestJet flight. So but- I wonder, like, when they're going to stop... Uh, Taking flights because well, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to try to. They have the the new agreement, the new labor agreement, um, kicks into place on Canada Day, so I guess it'll be this summer that they're going to put it all back. We still have uh, Flair and Lynx, and now Porter Airlines if we want to fly cheap places. But Swoop apparently not going to be a thing anymore. Three, two. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. We've been doing the degrees of Kevin Bacon. Started the year with the Kevin Bacon movie and then go from there. Um, we did Clint Eastwood this last weekend. Um, the Mule. Yeah. A newer Clint Eastwood movie that you hadn't seen yet. Um, f- you gave that four buttery cobs of corn out of five. Yeah. If you missed his earlier review. Um, from the mule, then we look at the cast and we choose an actor or actress from there. Uh, we could have gone with Bradley Cooper, Andy Garcia, Diane Weist, Lawrence Fishburne. But we have to go, I think, with Michael Pena. Right? Yeah. 
He is, he's been in everything. When you look at his list of movies and TV, I mean, he was in Narco, Shooter, Fury, um, The Martian, Ant-Man. I know you love the Ant-Man. He's been in it all. World Trade Center, uh, American Hustle. But he's also been in one of the greatest movies ever made. Or one of Locke's favorite movies. That according to Lachlan Cross. Chips, it's time. Yeah. It is time for, for Jimmy to go home this coming weekend and to review the cinematic masterpiece. Matt, yes, and Locke's favorite movie. He he would be ashamed of us yeah. if we didn't pick this movie. Neither of us have seen Chips. Locke has claimed it's one of the best comedies ever made. So that is Michael Pena, Dax Shepard, Kristen Bell's in that one. I wonder if that's where they met and fell in love. Side note. Anyways, uh, that's what Jimmy will be watching and reviewing this weekend. So, Yep. This one's for you, Lachlan. This is Show Local Some Love with Brock from Basement Systems Edmonton. Thank you for joining us, Brock. Thanks for having me. Brock, why don't you start by telling us what sets Basement Systems Edmonton apart from your competitors? We have a bit of a different way of tackling things from most of our competitors. Got the benefit of having a large large network that we draw on from as far as engineered products and new technology. When it comes to waterproofing, we specialize in internal retrofit options. And then we've just got a lot of really well-engineered technologies when it comes to things like structural foundation repair, radon mitigation. So we, we're small, locally owned, but uh, we've got a massive network that we get to pull on and that probably would test us apart more than anything else. What are the early signs of structural foundation issues? If you're in a finished house, you'll probably start to notice things like windows and doors that don't quite want to shut the way that they used to or mm. separation of drywall at the ceiling. It's kind of feeling like things are shifting in the house now. If you can see your foundation wall, hey, if it's bowing inwards and looks like it's going to fall in, you might have a structural foundation problem, but it's not always that simple. You deal with a lot of new builds, don't you? Yeah, I mean, a brand new house is unfortunately not uh, a guarantee that you have a well-built house without structural problems, unfortunately. Uh, a lot of new construction, they're always, you know, they're doing foundation pours in the winter. They're trying to get those homes built and up as yeah. fast as they can, and that can definitely lead to problems in that first five to ten years that you just wouldn't expect. Also, depending on what you're dealing with, right, there's multiple situations why you might have an issue in your basement, but you also have multiple solutions at your disposal with uh, Basement Systems Edmonton. So, I mean, if we're looking at Boeing foundation walls, so something caused by a horizontal crack, we've got methods of pushing those walls back into place and reinforcing if you've got an entire foundation settling and there's there's ways to put in pier systems to actually lift that entire house again. So it doesn't matter if it's sinking, bowing, shifting, there's always a solution. You mentioned earlier radon. Can you tell us what radon is and can you test Jimmy's apartment that Dennis Adams at some we point think, this summer? We think it might be an explanation for... <laughs> might, for might be radon in there. Yeah. <laughs> in an apartment, not as likely. Usually uh, radon gas you're going to find more in a basement and then moving upwards. But radon gas is something that uh, that we're finding more and more of and seeing a lot of homes that have unsafe levels. Now, radon gas is something that over 
time can lead to lung cancer. So it is actually the number two cause of lung cancer after, of course, smoking. And if you are a smoker, you are at a much, much higher risk if you do have unacceptable levels of radon gas at home. We can test for it. And of course, we can mitigate for that as well. With all the forest fires and air quality issues, you are able to help people with air purification? We carry something called the Aspen Air, which is a fantastic unit that you can move around a house. So if you have a, huh. if you have someone in the house who's a little more sensitive, uh, they're, they're pretty easy to move around rather than having uh, it hooked up to your HVAC system, for example. So I know when the forest fires were out of control, I'm asthmatic. I had two-year-old and a four-year-old both fighting off a respiratory virus, which, believe it or not, my small children were sick. I know. Shocking. Honestly, the the unit saved our lives. It felt like it was, you, we would walk into our house and the difference in air quality was just instant. They target things like smoke, VOC, obviously pet dander, dust, all of that kind of stuff. They can filter out even viruses down to 99.97%. If you're like me and you've got two germ spewing children, it's <laughs> nice to have something to filter out some of those viruses and germs in the house as well. So, Brock, what's the name of that unit again? called the Aspen Air. And where would we send anyone looking for information on Basement Systems Edmonton? BasementSystemsEdmonton.com. Pretty easy to remember. If you're looking for any information, you can find it there, or you can uh, give us a call, come by the office, whatever works best. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.